Hey everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host Aaron. I'm your co-host James. It's minute 61, which begins with William kissing the groupie girls, and goes through Denise saying, You really want to talk about this? <laughs> yeah. So. So, uh, first things first, I have a correction. Um, the first correction that we've had on a, a podcast that we've done since like Newsies Minute, <laughs> like, yeah. I, like we, we, it's not that we've not made mistakes. It's just that we haven't caught any of them. So, mm-hmm. um, remember how there's a girl being crowd surfed? Yes. And I was like, is that language lab girl? What's going on? I forgot that we know who that is. So that is an actress named Jennifer Elise Cox who is best known, in my mind, for playing Jan Brady in the Brady Bunch movies. Oh, it's that girl. Yeah. So okay. she plays... Uh, she, her character is crowd surfing girl, but uh, she was originally crying drunk girl. So... Right. She played... I think I read this before, but let's, let's do this with the context of this. So there are characters in the movie called Crying Drunk Girl who has subtitles for everything, she says, because she is so drunk that none of her speech is understandable... And Stone Girl, who is spaced out on dope that she so spaced out on dope that she wanders in and out of a number of scenes. While both of their right. scenes were cut in order to secure a PG thirteen rating, the characters can still be seen in the background of the party. Crying drunk girl can be seen falling over in the crowd with the foreign exchange student, which I noticed for the first time when I went back to be like, wait, was that the was that Jennifer Lee's Cox in the crowd? I noticed her falling down at one point. Like you see the foreign exchange student, and then you just see a body. You know, hit the floor. Let the body hit the which, floor. Which scene with the foreign exchange student? The, uh, at the at the Paradise City. The, oh, okay. It, they're all singing and dancing to Paradise City, and okay. uh, and she just drops, and okay. then she then we see her later uh, crowd surfing. So okay. Just really quick about Jennifer Lee Cox. Her top three: baby store sales clerk in the backup plan, shopper in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So off to a great start. And then she played Jan Brady in the Brady Bunch movie and also a very Brady sequel. And the Brady Bunch goes to the White House, which is a made-for-TV movie, which is not good. Don't watch it. You know, I'm shocked to hear that. I think it may be that it was especially not good for us as we... as we It was like the last thing we watched in our Brady Bunch box set. And okay. there's a an arc in the Brady's, the 1990 sort of serious Brady Bunch show where Mike Brady runs for councilman or something. Okay. Um, or something. And he went and like, it's a big election drama and whatever in Brady Bunch goes to the white house. He is just randomly there to like, I don't know. I think like pay his taxes or some dumb thing that the whole family's there. And the, the presidential nominee, the guy who's running the current president is like, All right, I just got elected president, but I need a vice president. That's honest. And then Mike Brady's sitting out in the crowd and he's like, Mike Brady, be my vice president. And so Mike Brady be, is his vice president. I almost said B's his vice president. His vice uh, president. That's honestly, you should have just stuck with that because. <laughs> and then the, then the president leaves uh, because he is facing tax evasion charges. So Mike Brady becomes president by wait, wait. happenstance. I'm sorry. The president leaves because he's facing tax evasion charges. Correct. That's, that's not, that's not realistic. <laughs> I, I started my I started my day listening to uh, uh, this day in esoteric political history, where today August no October nineteenth, um, 
one of the things that happened is Spiro Agnew resigned from the vice presidency um, because of tax stuff. And the ho- the host and their guests were like, huh, resigned because of not paying taxes. Weird. <laughs> what is it like to live in that America? <laughs> and yeah, they're, they're like, oh, you have to have shame. That's a key ingredient that's, that's missing these days. Yeah. Hey, you know what? By the time this episode goes up. Well, no. We will, in theory, know who the next president is. Right. So. And whether it's going to be a, a battle or. Is it a. Is it way out of line and do I need to cut this when I say congratulations, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? I guess we'll see. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I'm I'm editing this one? No, you're editing this one. I'm editing yeah. this one. I've got a blue candle lit on my desk right now that I taped a picture of um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg as mm-hmm. the justice card in the tarot. Okay, yep. Two. Um, so that, I light that. That is my, like, every night, mm-hmm. light that and pray for a blue wave candle. I I wish that it was during Barack Obama's candidacy because then it could be your yes we candle. Uh-huh. So, that's Jennifer Elise Cox. Um, one piece of trivia about we her. candle make America better. Mm. Is that... Is... Is that... Is their slogan, we can make America better? I, I think it's like make America better. How about throw something? Donald Trump in the trash candle? Uh-huh. Yep, that's it. You, <laughs> you, we got it. We got it. So Jennifer Lee Cox's trivia was uh, super boring. But before getting into acting, she scooped ice cream at Ben and Jerry's. Oh, So okay. that is that is the character that we missed, that we mislabeled as, I think that's Language Lab Girl. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm glad to have made that correction. So this yes. minute uh, ends. I mean, my my minute ended with sort of, uh, or my minute started with basically like Paradise City being like, and then cut scene. So um, okay. again, DVD versus whatever, you know, yeah, it's, it's fine. But this yeah, scene it's ba- is ba- it, it, it ba- my I mean, my scene basically went almost immediately yeah. into uh, the bathroom, right. <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah that's that's correct because that's where kenny and denise are stuck exactly they're and hanging out in the bathroom denise is looking through a viewfinder keychain yeah where did that come from is that like is that from kenny's backpack i have to imagine it is from kenny's backpack do you is think it it's a viewfinder a non- of sex positions a kama Sioux finder Maybe. Vuma, Vuma Sutra? Vuma that's Sutra? not anything. No. That's, no, that's not anything. Um, I don't know. I would imagine, because she didn't come up with anything, right? So either she had that in her pocket. Maybe, I mean, no, she doesn't have keys. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure that's a keychain. She might have like a house key. She could have a house key. Maybe that's where her house keys are. Still weird that she'd be like, well, I guess I'll pull out this viewfinder that I've had since I was... Seven. Maybe she found it in the bathroom. That's true. Weird. Yeah, we- but true. Weird. weird but true. Hey, do you want to learn a little bit about viewfinders? Sure. I, I here's my prediction. Here's the prestige of me telling you about viewfinders. By the end, you're gonna be like, oh my god. That's that's my <laughs> prediction. Ready? Okay. Okay. So, um, they were uh, 
it was in the Viewmaster system is it's basically you have Viewmaster reels, which are thin cardboard discs containing seven stereoscopy stereos, whew, stereoscopic 3D pairs. So there's 14 squares on a Viewmaster, but there's seven pictures because they're paired so they, they can be 3D. Sure. Um, it was originally manufactured and sold by Sawyer's, um, which is a company, I guess. Uh, it was uh, introduced in 1939, four years after the advent of Kodachrome. Color film made the use of small, high-quality photographic color images practical, so they were able to print small. Um, okay. Tourist attraction and travel views predominated in Viewmaster's early lists of reels, most of which were meant to be interesting to users of all ages, but most current Viewmaster reels are intended for children. Um, so that's history. Um, that's that's ancient history-ish in terms of Viewmaster. Uh, a little bit of our history. Did you have a Viewmaster growing up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was yours red think, with a with an orange lever? Yes, and I yeah. think it mostly had Disney, Disney. and yep. like panoramic nature scenes, yep. like mountains, rivers. Those may also have been Disney. They yeah fr- from like frontier so, yeah yeah like frontier type Disney movies. Some of the live action old school Disney movies that I didn't watch. Right, I had the orange uh, orange lever red Viewmaster as well, um, yep. which I also have. You know like He-Man and like Transformers and and I'm stuff sure, like that. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure I had some My Little Pony ones. Oh sure. Yeah. Um I had a Super Mario Brothers television show uh reel which is pretty oh, cool. That's cool. Um so it's funny cuz so you can see all my all my Viewmaster stuff is like 80s stuff. Yeah. But I also have my dad's from the oh. 60s. So it's oh. gray. And if you go listener and Aaron if you go on the uh, Viewmaster Wikipedia page and scroll down to, like, the 60s, on the right side, there is a picture of a Viewmaster that is the kind of Viewmaster that my dad had. Checking it out now. So while you while you look for that, um, and this Wikipedia article speaks true, because you can tell which are my dad's and which are mine, because it's like Arizona, Hawaii, L- Louisiana, the Great Plains, and you're like, wow, so where's, where's like my Mary Poppins or whatever 60s stuff? And there's some, like Babes in Toyland, I think was one of them. Like, sure. But it was largely just like name of location. Yeah. Um, and, and so I'm, yeah. I'm looking at a red one from 1962. And then there's one that says a Viewmaster Model E of the 1950s that is black. And then there's a, gre- a gray one. That's the it one. It says it's a model a model G Viewmaster viewer from the last years yep. of the Sawyer's era. That's the one. The last years of the Sawyer's era is one is the one that my okay. dad has. Yep. It looks um honestly, it kind of looks like what if Wally and Star Trek yeah. had a baby that was made by Pixar. Yeah. It, it, very true. Very it's, true. It's honestly quite cute and yeah. nerdy looking yeah it, but it, like adorably so it feels like they reverse engineered they like started with the 80s red and orange lever Viewmaster, mm-hmm. and we're like what if this was serious but also like 60s sci-fi yeah like what if this was for adults we wanted to make it look like a tool like or a, a, a serious instrument or like a camera or something but also, uh, we you know, Star Trek is a thing, like you said. Like, yeah. yeah. If you told me that this was a prop from Star Trek, mm-hmm. I, I would buy it. 
Yep. Or a prop you, from like an early Doctor Who episode. Yep. There's a. I'd be like, yep, that that tracks. In the first Star Wars movie, Luke has these binoculars. That mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. they were this, it feels that like that would be yep. exactly right. Yeah. So um, now we're moving into uh, we're gonna call it the future, but this is based on our use of Viewmaster in the 80s and early 90s. So in February of 2015, Mattel, who now owns Viewmaster, it's a whole thing. Um, Viewmaster Wikipedia page is, is interesting too. Um, Mattel announced a collaboration with Google to produce a new version of Viewmaster called the Viewmaster Virtual Reality Viewer. Okay. Based on virtual reality using smartphones. The new okay. Viewmaster is an implementation of the Google Cardboard VR platform and is accompanied by a mobile app that was built using its SDK. Don't know what SDK stands for. Some dumb Kindle. That's what SDK no. stands for. Yep. Con- content is displayed on a smartphone screen. The phone itself is inserted in the back of the unit. So, like, I think that's how the Oculus Rift also works. Or, or like, I've seen other VR things where it's, like, you pop the phone in and then basically it splits the into the stereoscope sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Instead of Software being... development kit. Ah, so close. Um, instead of being inserted directly into the Viewmaster, reels are scanned using the augmented reality interface, which enables access to content from the reel such as 360-degree panoramas, 3D models, and mini-games. Um, yes. So it's a VR thing. Um, and then they there's another... Uh, in 2016, some other company also did VR Viewmaster. Both editions were discontinued in November of 2019, and the experience packs, which I didn't mention or see anywhere, so I don't know what those are, can no longer be installed by new users. And now here's the last paragraph. In 2019, Mattel partnered with MGM to announce an upcoming feature film based on the Viewmaster. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> is it Wally? It's Wally, it's, isn't it's, it? It's, it's Wally. They're, yeah. Viewy. Um, Huey, Dewey, and Viewy, the new DuckTales. The project will be co piloted by Robbie Brenner of Mattel's Films Division and MGM's Cassidy Lang. So, Viewmaster the movie, I think Viewmaster sees into the future of the past. Time travel Viewmaster. Okay. I think that's, that's, that's my pitch for it. So that is, but I didn't get into, so Viewmasters were incredibly popular and turned into things like keychains, which Denise is looking at on the toilet, which is closed. She is sitting mm-hmm. on the toilet, like yep. the closed toilet as a chair. Yes. Toilet chair. Yes. But then, oh, hold on. Someone's calling. Oh, it's nature. Yep. <laughs> it's for Kenny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kenny's got a pee. Kenny's got a pee. So she, he, for, then he, he threatens to pee on her, as you do when someone refuses to get up off the only toilet. Um, right. And then he steps up and sort of, there's like, he's sort of close in the camera as he does his business so that we don't have to see any sort of... Business. Business. <laughs> Has he had those rubber banded hair things all movie? I think he has. I think we just haven't noticed them because okay. he's had the goggles on. Okay. Like up on top of his head. Yeah. Because for a brief moment, I imagine like, so Denise's board activity is Tiny Viewmaster. Kenny's is hair rubber bands? I mean. It, yeah. They're, okay. It's almost like he's taken like random chunks of the front of his hair and like braided them and put like little blue or green rubber bands in them. I think 
I think um, Kid or Play. I think it was Play. There's a there was a '90s rap duo named Kid and Play that okay. made movies called the movies the House Party series. I've never heard their actual uh, rap, but I know them from uh, the House Party movies. I think one of them had that kind of look with like the taking the the hair and putting it up into sort of like mini like sprouty ponytails. Okay. So I don't know. But I had never noticed that before this point in the movie. I, I, I think I notice it every time right now in the movie and mm-hmm. forget about it immediately after. Because he's so yeah. close to the camera that it's like... Yeah. Yeah. And oh, you can also see his red hair along his hairline. It was Oh, really I didn't cool. notice that. Yeah. Like, the, like the black dye is starting to grow out. Uh-huh. That's really funny. <laughs> That's really funny. It looks weird. And then you think about Seth Green in almost any other role and you're like... Oh no, 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 no. Okay, no, that this looks weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So I have one more note, which is that Kenny wants to know if Denise has been saving up all that stuff to tell him. Right. So I have a question for you. Yes. So one of the things that Kenny does yeah. is he reaches over and there's a knob on the wall that turns the lights down. It's like a dimmer thing. Okay. Yeah. So he reaches over and dims the lights. Is he trying to set the mood? I think or is he's... this like a, if the lights are dimmer, then she can't see me pee? Right. Because yeah. the look on his face says that, like, well, I said I was going to get laid tonight, and let's see what happens if we turn the lights down low. Hmm. But he's still actively peeing. And she has decided that she can't listen to this and has turned on the bathtub. Right. So, so that she doesn't have to listen to him pee. Like, when the lights go dim, she kind of looks around like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then he starts peeing and she's like, I can't listen to this. And so she turns on the bathtub faucet, but then knows exactly when to turn it off. Like, he hasn't right. flushed yet. Right. She just turns it off the minute he, like, shakes off. Right. He hasn't, he hasn't zipped. He hasn't flushed. There's no noise cue except... The pee has stopped hitting the bowl. I'm just really, really thankful that I get to see this video uh, version of the podcast, which included you dem- my- pantomiming the shaking off. The shaking, yeah. <laughs> it's what he does, though. Like he's no, peeing, I, and then he like he like I no, I know. shakes. I know it. Um, like a Polaroid picture mm-hmm. that pee comes out of. So I. Always got the impression. Yep, that's a yep. (laughs) Golden memories. So I always thought that um, he was having trouble peeing, like that he was sort of like I don't want to pee with her in here. So I that he like turns down the lights so that she can't hear him pee. I I don't know where the logic the logic breaks down at some point. Like I didn't actually notice that he. Yeah, I've got. I mean. I don't think it's a mood thing. No. But the look on his face is, I can't tell what the look on his face is saying. It could be saying, this is uncomfortable for all of us. So maybe if I change the lighting, she won't be able to see me as well. And I won't be as aware of her because it'll be darker. I like the idea that he's like, the uh, the alternate theory that he's like, what's this do? Huh. There's also what? that, but the look on his face says that he knows that that is the dimmer yeah. switch and I... not like a, huh, what's this do? I actually have never noticed that 
Does the do the lights go down noticeably? They do. I've never. I mean, they're that on before. they're on full, and I would say he dims them to seventy percent. Mm. I mean, it's it's not like it suddenly gets real dark, but it's dark right. enough that she's like, "What? It, what?" But she doesn't say, "Why are you dimming the lights?" Which is right. what I would have said. Right. They um they were going to play the uh, the song uh, "Baby When the Lights Go Out" by late '90s boy band Five, but uh-huh. um, they couldn't get the rights because Five was right. incredibly litigious. Um, yes, goodness. Oof, they, I've heard, they were I've known heard for that one thing. Five. <laughs> um. Yeah, Five, the boy band that I may as well have just made up. <laughs> uh huh. For yep. all the people that remember them, besides yep. me. Um. Yeah. So I had never thought about the fact that he was he was sort of like, well, I mean, there's no reason not to dim the lights in case whatever. I mean, like the lights were ha- maybe harsh, but maybe. they but were they keeping them from pe- keeping them from peeing? I don't understand that. That doesn't there are make two things sense. about this scene that have always bothered me, and this is one of them. Is the other one next minute that I've uh, never noticed before, but in yep. the pandemic I have suddenly yep. noticed. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Okay. I'm sure cool. many of our listeners are like, "Oh, I know exactly what that is." Yeah. 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 Because apparently he has inter- he has done interviews about it before. <laughs> We'll get there. Uh, yep. Yep. Hey, but uh, I guess the only thing I have to say is, so he asked if, if that, if she'd been saving all that stuff up. And I think that's interesting because um, I think that when I'm in a fight with someone and they bring up stuff from the past, now it doesn't happen when I do it because when I do it, it's fine. But when other people do right, it of course. and it's wrong, um, <laughs> it feels like, have you been saving that up? But I know that when I do it, it's just like, oh, I've just had something triggered. Yeah. Like a memory has been triggered or I've made a connection in my head. Yeah. Um, and so I think that in this minute, I would say, I think she was just like, no, I mean, I've been feeling this way, but like what I specifically said, I haven't been like rehearsing or whatever. Yeah. I haven't been waiting to be alone with you so I could <laughs> unload all of this. It's more like right. just, you know, we've, for the past, you know, seven years, you've been kind of shitty to me, and we used to yeah. be really good friends, and that hurts. Yeah. Now, next minute, or possibly the minute after, it does feel like there are things that she perhaps has been saving for a long time. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, that is for next minute. But for now, I think we are ready for social media, if you are. Yeah, I think so. Um, okay, so we, as a podcast, are on Twitter at... J-E underscore Minute Movies. Or individually, I'm at Unabashed James. Nope. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was weird. I don't know what I don't know what happened there. <laughs> my brain like as I was saying I'm at, my brain was like, you should say James is at. And then my brain just filled in the rest of you already say I'm at, and you're like, you know, it'd be funny is if you say uh, James is at, and you, your mouth was like, I already said the at part. Let's just say the, the handle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, we are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet. You can go to our website, which is scavengersnetwork.com. If you mm. want to go see the real pretty page that Colin made for us, it is, I believe, hold on, I'm going to... Scavengersnetwork.com slash... James Aaron movies, I believe. I'm going to confirm just real quick. 
While you confirm that, let me just also say, he made me a Blink and You'll Miss It page, which I think, and I'm sorry iTunes and all the other places, I think it's the best place to listen to Blink and You'll Miss It, which is at uh, scavengersnetwork.com slash Bamy, B-A-Y-M-I. Uh, but anyways, it's, it, has a, it has a player there, which has all the episodes in order, and that was, that's where I, I think you all should uh, listen to Blink and You'll Miss It. Maybe I just killed my download numbers or whatever, but... Yeah. Anyways. Whatever. Um, so you can find our page at scavengersnetwork.com slash James and Aaron Minute Movies. Mm-hmm. And it has all of the Minute Movies that we've done. If this is not the most recent uh, Minute Movie that we have done, you will find the ones that we did before this one and after this one. Mm-hmm. If you're like, I love Can't Hardly Wait, and that was three ones ago, this is there and all the rest are there. Yep. But yeah, I'm really excited. He made, he's made it look really good. Yeah, it really does. Is that it for us for today? I think so, yeah. Okay, well, it's late. We started mm. late. Um, we did. And so, and we still have four more episodes to record, and mm-hmm. time is honeys, y'all. Go hot dogs, y'all. <laughs> The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.